Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another Nerdy Bunch spoiler review podcast. I'm your host, English Dave, here with my co host for the day, Herb and Lens the Otaku guys. What's up, guys? What's up? Yeah. Um, I recently did a uh, spoiler review podcast with these guys for uh, Arrow and Flash. So, to continue our DC series um, review series, I should say, series review series, whatever, that makes some <laughs> kind of sense, we decided to look at the new series, Titans. This is based on the Teen Titans comics or the characters from Teen Titans. But this one, some of them aren't teens, so it's just called Titans. We're going to start off with the synopsis. A team of young superheroes led by Nightwing, formerly Batman's first Robin, formed to combat evil and other perils. This was the, was it like the flagship launch show for DC's streaming service, DC Universe, yeah. right? Yep. It's like, the, yeah, their flagship sh uh, series. Um, we heard, we got a trailer for this, I would say about six months ago or so when it was full, when it was first announced and I, I think you guys would agree with me in saying that it wasn't received fairly well oh no it was hated but i hated the trailer <laughs> uh i think everybody hated the trailer and every single image posted of any first look yep yeah yep yep, yep. especially anna diop who I will say Starfire is Corey in the show. Mm -hmm. I play Starfire. There was a lot of talk about her for, for from various reasons from all, you know, you're having an African-American character play this purple pink alien. Apparently that was a problem to some people. I don't know why, but that's a thing. Uh, to her, the clothes that she was wearing, you know, the outfit and the costume, it wasn't anything we've seen her wear before. People were like, it looks like a hooker's outfit and things like that. And it does, but she made it look awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna start with you guys though. You guys, we're all comic book fans here, various levels, but we're all comic book fans. So we have some kind of preconceived notions of who we think these characters are. So before watching this show, whoever wants to start first, what were you expecting knowing what you knew? Okay, so uh, looking at the trailer, looking at the images, I, I dropped my expectations. I was just like, there's <laughs> no way they can live up to like the old Teen Titans, uh, or show that we had or young justice or any of that you know uh and then i guess when watching it, it it's good it's a good thing i dropped my expectations not because it was bad but because i was expecting something else mm -hmm. and uh this is a very different series uh very different from the, the show different from like the teen titans comics it it took a life of its own. I mean, the yeah. opening, I don't want to say intro song, but like intro beat, I guess? I don't know. Mm. That musical score at the beginning is just, oh man, we're edgy. Oh, Arr, darkness. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I feel like it's a little over the top. Can I tell you, every time it plays and it fits perfectly, like to the beat, I'm like, T E E N T I T. Oh my god. Let's go. Oh man. And it perfectly syncs up every time. So this is just a grunge metal version of the OG intro. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, after that first trailer, like I had planned never to watch it. Period. And it's like I saw that, and I was like, "This is just slapping me in the face. This is awful. I don't want it. Get it away." Yeah. And no, then you and Lens both told me, "No, it's actually really good. Just 
their marketing is garbage. <laughs> they need a whole new marketing department. <laughs> All right, let me just go on the record real quick. On the record. On the record. All right. Everything, if you have not seen the show yet, everything you've seen is worse without context. Yep. So, like, the images, the trailer, just everything you have heard about this show is kind of wrong. The fuck Batman. <laughs> the fuck Batman. <laughs> like, uh, just... Just, for me, even just the violence, right? Because I'm someone that, while I appreciate some badass kicking and all that kind of stuff, I'm very much the kind of person that's like, don't do it just for the sake of doing it. I don't want to just see blood. Oh, this watch this show because somebody slices someone's throat. Okay, fine. Well, I don't care. Like, you can still give me something great without going that dark. Christopher Nolan proved that with the dark with Batman Begins, The Dark Knight Rises, right? Yeah. yeah. Those kind of movies, you know, the, the Joker. We don't see anything, but it's so it's such a dark film, and so you don't have to. For me, so I thought when I saw the trailers, I was like. Are you just going dark for the sake of going dark now? What? Because is the Zack Snyder effect like multiplied? Is that what we're getting right now? So I wasn't sold either. And I will preface this by saying Dick Grayson Robin is personally for me my favorite DC character, period. I've always found him most interesting. I love his stories. I like his I love his relationship to Batman. So when they gave me this kind of fuck Batman Dick Grayson, I was like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) He's ruining everything. Damn it, DC. Like come on not everything has to be dark and gritty <laughs> but like you said context is key because and we're going to it later this is a series that deals with that darkness and that 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 kind of harsh reality it's not not glorifying it very much so yeah. in fact robin's actions they deal with ramifications of those actions in terms of how it affects him mentally and, you know and things like that and that's part of the narrative going forward it isn't just oh it'll be cool if robin says fuck batman and slices somebody with his robin um whatever they're called are they what are they called they're not batarangs uh birdarangs birdarangs Birdarangs. Ah, Uh, one thing i'll say is that when i saw the whole fuck fuck batman uh trailer the full uh, the trailer yeah that's not what turned me off because i knew he had that mentality Uh um if you read the comics like when he split up from batman and like wanted to go on his own and went to bloodhaven all that he had that like fuck bruce mentality because He understood the ramifications of what Bruce did, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. of taking in an orphan and raising him and training him and doing all this stuff. And that's really what you get into in the series. And I didn't know that Mm -hmm. they were going to do that. And that's what I was afraid about. I did like how, not fully yet, I feel, not completely yet by the end of it, but they're kind of going... Robin's like progression in terms of like from the beginning the fuck Bruce mentality mm-hmm. to where he's progressed toward at the end of the season I feel like it reminds me of a actually it reminds me of a scene of Young Justice that kind of it, he kind of sees while it was fucked up what Bruce did to you know bring Dick into crime fighting at such a young age that it was necessary because it reminds me of a scene where Wonder Woman was grilling Batman and Young Justice about it mm-hmm and then, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and then Batman's like, "Oh, he had to bring the people who brought it, who killed his family to justice." And it's like, "Why?" So you get another like you. It's like, no, so he wouldn't. Yeah, so he wouldn't. I literally watched that a couple of days ago because my wife and I were watching it because she's never seen it. It, it, it. And then that's a great moment. That was a powerful scene, like in my opinion, like, it was quite a powerful scene. And mm. I feel like in Titans, 
Dick's kind of getting closer to that realization where he may hate Bruce's methods or and you know and his goals at the you know overall but at the end of the day he does realize what Bruce did for him was important it actually did matter you know you know let's let's segue that into Dick Grayson as a whole and just like his character arc throughout this series because as this is a spoiler talk I think part of this series should also be called the adventures of Dick Grayson and the Titans yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I, I don't say that in a bad way I, I say that in all the best ways I love Dick Grayson and um, like you, you just said it's surprising how much of his relationship in, with Batman that we get in this series yeah I didn't think we would get as much I thought we would get hints at it in the past I didn't think we'd be dealing with it now and for me that's those are some of the best parts of it because like I said I, I love Dick Grayson he's a character followed from Robin to leaving Batman and then trying to create his own identity in his own place and being like I don't want to be like Batman like you said and this one though what I like about this is that it's taking that but adding to it is one thing saying I don't want to be like Batman but it's another thing actually achieving that once when you've been like him for so long and so this series is him struggling he says yeah I don't want to do it but he's still doing it it's, he's still he likes it too much and he's seeing that as a problem but how do you stop liking it yeah. And that's what the narrative is trying to pull into it. Even though he kind of is pushing away from Batman, like you said, there's elements where he has to realize, he realizes, well, some of the things Batman or Bruce did are actually beneficial. I could learn from that. Namely, at the beginning, he doesn't want to take Rachel and help her the way, you know, that way. But then after a while, he realizes, you know what, I should help her. And that's because of him realizing Bruce helped him as a kid. And it's almost like passing, almost like paying it forward yeah, yeah. type thing. And those are the things he learned from Bruce. And as much as he talks about Bruce being um, tough and harsh on hard him and all that kind of stuff, some of the flashbacks go counter to that, right? We don't just see Bruce as just being harsh to him. We see Bruce as kind of wanting to help him in some way. We don't see too much of it. Like you said in, in, in um, Young Justice, where Bruce's motivations aren't to make him like him, it's to so that he doesn't become like him. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to see where that, go, where that goes forward. But also, let's talk about his relationship with some of the other characters. Um, what did you guys think of his relationship with the other characters? Who, else, who wants to go first? Uh, I really like his relationship with uh, Rachel. It's yes. it's kind of reminiscent of what we had. I know, right? It, it bothers me. <laughs> it's like I I get it. I completely get it because it fits the narrative with with secret trying to hide her. But damn it, somebody needs to say it. She's with her parents now. Somebody say it. I need someone to say it. At this yeah, point. that's fair. Especially because we have all the imagery, the Raven imagery. Yeah. Oh my god. She just needs to get her title and get over with. She just her hoodie. The yeah, hood hoodie. is literally the Raven hoodie. <laughs> Oh, right, yeah. and she needs, and we need to see her teleport like casually. <laughs> exactly by accident, just poof. But anyway, but yeah, um, it's reminiscent of what we had in Teen Titans. You know, uh, Robin and Raven have a relationship in which they trust each other, and because Robin's somewhat responsible, <laughs> somewhat, it's kind of like all right quotes she has a problem she can go to him and they relate to each other because they have i don't want to say similar experiences but they they've dealt with trauma they both have dark brooding father figures that are giving them you know hassling them day and night pretty much there you go yeah so i i really like the way that they did that dynamic and i think that the choice to make raven younger just serves to build that even more 
Can I tell you? That's one of the things a lot of fans didn't like. And I thought it was perfect. I think the way they've kind of balanced the ages of all the characters works perfectly because it helps their relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's smart. And I think it, it just, every character has, like, you know, the, the series almost kind of pairs the characters in little groups, but then you also kind of have micro groups. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's like Robin and Rachel, then it's Rachel and, and, and uh, Gar. You know, and they all work for their different reasons because of how they age them up. I will age them down. I think that works perfectly well. Um, Robin and and Starfire as well. That's something from the comics. Or Corey. You know, there's a little relationship building up there, hinting at something. Yeah, Maybe she, we'll see where it goes. She has yet to get her Starfire title. Um, no, but they've said them. They've said it. They have. Yeah, like she hasn't it's, it's accepted it. Yet, I guess. <laughs> yes. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's a budding relationship. It, you know it. Hell, even in Teen Titans, it started that way, too. They, they met each other. They were just like, all right, cool, whatever. And over time, stuff happened. <laughs> stuff happened over time. <laughs> I'll put stuff in, in quotes in that one because uh, the stuff that happens when in Teen Titans is not the stuff that happens now in no, Titans. No, it's not. <laughs> can, can I just say, uh, Robin, as, as per usual, fucking Playboy. <laughs> okay. I got pissed at him. When they walked into that motel, and he's just he's just doing business, and that lady's like, "Hey, if there's an ice machine, there's a trick. Just come get me at this room. Lights always on." And I'm just like, "You just walked in, my guy. Yo, fuck you." See, we have to remember that, and I think the show does a great job remember, reminding us that he was raised by Bruce Wayne. Oh yeah, Batman. Uh-huh. You know that's why he drives a Porsche. You know sometimes this perks to, and I like that it reminds you that his upbringing was. On the upper half you know he was one percent oh yeah and it's the and, same Porsche and, drives in the show yeah that yeah and, and, I, and i and i i like that a lot because it's these little hints that remind us he, he could have easily forgotten that oh yeah he was raised by Bruce, you know i do like his growing dynamic with Corey though like yes over time how at first they just didn't trust each other for shit mm-hmm. but rachel was the connection to bring them to build their trust to the point where now they do feel somewhat comfortable talking about their problems with each other you know mm. sleeping with each other also helped too but you know that's true <laughs> uh, they didn't need tequila for that one uh, I liked how Corey pushed it, like she wanted to push the narrative she was like hey talk to me about your problems like yeah. don't run away mm. and yes you, you need someone like that on a team yeah but like in the comics, Starfire is that person that'll kind of be emotional with you and like say, hey, it's not good to hold on to these like brooding feelings and stuff like that. So they stay true to character arcs, you know? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Except she did, she speaks in proper syntax and properly. I don't, I don't like that she speaks properly. I think it's because uh, she has amnesia. No, so when she gets her memory back, she'll be, yeah, she'll she'll be, be all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay. I was... Okay. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's let's go into. Let's go more into Starfire. Um, actually, no. Let's go to Rachel first. Cause I think it's Starfire's story more supplements Rachel's. Uh, yes, I'm saying Starfire. Corey. It's weird for me to say Corey. Um, Rachel, because she's almost like we open with her almost as the main character before we switch to Dick. Mm-hmm, right. Yeah. It's it's weird introduced through her and i actually love that they've aged her down because i think it plays on it'll play more into the emotional angle because we know that the character of the comics has to kind of 
deal with her emotions because that affects her powers directly. And so I, I liked how that was done. I also liked how the show slowly builds from, okay, there's something with this girl. And us as comic nerds, we're like, please go demon, please go demon, please go demon. <laughs> but you're never quite sure in these kind of shows if they're going to go full demon, you know? Yeah. And so once it's introduced, I'm like, yes, they're going full demon. <laughs> um, what do you guys think of Rachel and just like her uh, arc and the fact that people are chasing her and the whole story with her dad and knowing that they're doing that story with Trigon, even though I want to see him properly. We've seen him in hologram form. I want to see full Trigon. I hope they're going to go there. But what do you think of her whole storyline? So like, first off, her first kill of the show, Ooh. that was some crazy biblical shit. <laughs> I wanna Holy play. shit. <laughs> just... Oh man, but I do like what they're 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 changing a bit of her story, and I actually like that. So like hmm. how in the comics usually her mother is someone who actually is like a righteous cause, you know, force of light and good. Not in this show, which that was they played me in this show though. They played me. Yeah, like I I was in her like oh yeah they found her oh, mom alright cool so alright cool and then it's like no it's a it's a. It's a family man. They're looking pretty cozy. I'm like, no, her mom's in on it. Especially when she's like, especially when she's like, you can use your powers for good. I was like, yay, mom. (laughs) Exactly. They played me so hard, and I was like, no, she has no moral compass now. No. (laughs) Oh man. And then it was a great. I feel like because I feel like they tried to show it to us little by little or hint at it. Like now thinking back on like when they first met her and they got to the house, they're thinking back, they're like small little, hey, pay attention to her mom. Word. But I didn't pick up on it because it was very subtle. But knowing now, I'm just like, fuck, I should have seen that. Like the scene when the guy asked her out, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, welcome back to town. Oh, you want to grab a drink sometime? I was like, they don't need to show me this. (laughs) That's the thing. I was sitting there. I was like, he's definitely a creepy guy. I was like, that guy, I was like, I don't know why he's here, but why would you show me Raven's mom doing stuff? Like, why did why is she important? The way the guy was talking, because there were like awkward pauses, I thought that because she had lived there before, she may have had a bad reputation as like a witch or something. Mm. Or people didn't yeah, trust. yeah, something like Especially, that. And he was gonna do something to her. He was like, he went iron. That like, he knew why she was away. Exactly that. So I thought he was gonna call her one like, oh, townsfolk, pitchfork, like torch, yeah. get your torches and pitchforks over here, 99 cents each. But like, <laughs> you know, that's, that's not where it went. That literally to me was a device that made you pay attention, but it, I feel like the attention was drawn more towards him mm. than her mom. So it was a hint, but it also drew you away from the truth. It was a smart play. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, fuck. It was, because at first I didn't trust the mom. I would say I didn't trust her. I was just like, no, I don't trust her. But then I grew to trust her. I was like, you know, I kind of fucks with her. I like her. All right, go go, mom. All right. And I've seen the actress in other sci-fi shows, Continuum. I actually like that show a lot. Mm-hmm. And but then and then when she was like, use your power. Because I was thinking, okay, Rachel, we're taking this her on this journey where right now she's actually afraid to use her powers and it takes so much out of her. How are we going to transition? Or I hope they transition to the to the Raven who can use her powers when, like, you know, in the middle of a battle when she needs yeah. to. So when the mom starts saying the dialogues of, you know what, you should learn to use your powers. You know, you've used them for bad, but how about you can find ways to use them for good? I'm thinking, okay, mom's going to be the reason why she goes down that path. Nope, totally played me. <laughs> <laughs> and then it pisses me off more knowing that it's her mom's fault 
that guard was getting messed up in the house. Oh, yes. And I, oh my god. Um, especially after Gar was dealing with so much after the, you know, the attack on the scientist after he murdered after somebody. After he murdered, <laughs> straight up murdered. You know, Gar, Gar is a character for me who, I wasn't sure where they were taking the taking him. I had this concern of I'm gonna hate the transformations because they don't have a budget for it and things like that. You know, I was just interested. How, what do you do with him? And I love one. I loved. And we're going to it later. I love that they use the Doom Patrol to bring him in mm -hmm. because they're talking about you know characters. I mean, people who whose powers have kind of changed them physically as well. And I just love the fact that you because you've made them close to the same age. Now he and Raven kind of have a sort of relationship going with each other. I kind of like that. I like the scene where it's like, oh, I like your hair. I was like, oh yeah, they do have. Good <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> um, but I also I like I just like when we go into the psychology of him, where I like why does he always turn to a tiger and the fact that he's never bitten someone, and then what happens when he does bite somebody? Uh, what do you guys think of Gar's storyline, knowing where he is in the comics? It's a great starting point. I feel it's good. Uh, it reminds me of uh, you can do if, it if you watched Teen Titans uh, before, like when they introduced the Doom Patrol. There, mm -hmm. they talked about. Uh, Gar's like beginning points where he can only turn into like small things and this is kind of like the same thing where like he can only turn into one thing you know that means he's early in his journey and like eventually he's gonna get better uh and he's still a cool kid like his it, room is so dope word <laughs> right oh my god <laughs> like in that he probably stole everything in every generation <laughs> of uh him, Beast Boy probably. he's like the coolest kid you know, like recently in the... He's dorky funny. Yeah. And the thing is, the way that he deals with uh, loss and grief, it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, mm. Um, in the comics, when Tim Drake died, uh, he took it hard. And he went, like, on a party bender. Tim Drake dies in the cop? I'm joking. Oh, my God, this guy. <laughs> but he goes, like, on a party bender and, like, he, he like, DJs and, and like... He like he, he did like wild stunts and you know he's he was trying to distract himself. Yeah. And here, he, he kind of has to deal with. All right, I just killed somebody. What the fuck do I do with that? I ate meat, yeah. but vegans don't eat meat. <laughs> oh no! And not just meat. That meat was a person. <laughs> it wasn't even like I went from a vegan to eating a burger. No, I went from a vegan to eating a person, <laughs> and not just eating a person, killing the person and eating them while they're dying. Yeah. Yeah. On top of all that, and you know that final that scene with him, while when it was all coming back to him in the house and all that stuff, mm -hmm. I think the actor did a fantastic job. Yeah, of, yeah. of selling that fear. He like I could believe him because he, he goes from this kid who's just having fun all the time, and he doesn't get too many moments to kind of be have these dramatic moments. Mm -hmm. And you, sometimes they, you know, you think they can't carry, and I think he carried that very, very well. I liked, I liked his character. Um, any more about Gar? Actually, let's segue into Doom Patrol before we come back to to, to some of the characters. Robot Man looks like trash. <laughs> I was confused <laughs> when I first saw him. I was like, who the Brendan fuck is Fraser. this guy? And I was like, oh, Doom Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the thing. Though, um, a lot of, with Doom Patrol, with the actual series, which comes in February next month or in a few weeks from now, um, they've recast a lot outside of Brendan Fraser and Matt Boomer. They've recast everybody else, and I think they've kind of given upgrades to their costumes. And there's the addition of Cyborg, which I think looks interesting. It looks definitely better than the DC movie Cyborg. 
So I'm happy with that. And I'm interested to see if we're going to get Cyborg interacting with the team to make it the full-fledged, you know, full-fledged team. Yes. I mean, full-fledged Titans. <laughs> I will say Justice League movie Cyborg is not setting the benchmark that high. That's number one. <laughs> no. That's <laughs> uh, true. <laughs> so, I mean, hell, Teen Titans Go Cyborg looks better than Justice League Cyborg. I, I think every Cyborg yeah. looks better than Justice League Cyborg. Like, even the I mean, 70s, even... like, we don't know how to make a design cyborg <laughs> looks better than Justice League Cyborg. Even the Jean-Claude Van Damme cyborg looks better than Cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's just... um, let's speak about, speak about, like, secondary characters. We've got a lot of, like, other characters in the DC universe. Characters that you would never even expect. Um, especially... Even the characters in the show didn't expect. Like, uh, I loved, I loved um, Dick's face when he found out about Jason Todd. Yeah. Oh yeah. Our new replacement that for Robin. What do you guys think about Jason Todd? Was so good. I love Jason Todd. He's great. He's perfect. I love him. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. And then the face of like, I think Dick's face. I had to freeze frame it. I had to pause because I broke me. Is when it's like, oh, so how long have you been with Batman? About a year. A year? <laughs> he didn't waste any time. <laughs> I was like, no, Dick, he didn't. You quit, he found a new one. Get over it. Yep, get over it. This is what you wanted, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Jace, he's just he's just the perfect amount of asshole that kind of like him. And I'm like, ah, oh, you do deserve to die. <laughs> I mean, does it? <laughs> I mean, is that bad? I don't know. Well, see, when he was uh, he was going all rogue, I was like, yeah, that's Jason Todd. Yeah. And then he fucked yeah. up those cops, like, really bad. He, like, I was I'm like, pretty sure oh, that cop's never walking again. Oh, no, that, that cop's cop? not walking. Yep. Uh, so, I hate cops. <laughs> like, I was just like, what are you doing? See, this is the Jason Todd that needs to see a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he'll get it, and, and it'll be great. I mean, though, though it seems Joker and Batman exist in this world. They yeah. do. I mean, well, well we've, we've seen a Joker, right? We, we've seen an imaginary one. <laughs> yeah, but, I was saying, we've seen the, the, the we've seen imaginary. But we know, though the Justice, we know Batman exists. He must exist yeah. now. Yeah, uh, they must exist. I mean, we know Superman exists. Justice League, you everything. Know, Justice League, Wonder Woman. And speaking of Cash. Wonder Woman, can I tell you, I fucking love Donna. Wonder oh, Girl. Yeah. <laughs> I love what they've done with her. I love that her and Robin were BFFs. It makes sense. They were both young mm -hmm. when their, their their respective superhero elders were doing stuff. Of course, they'd be friends. And I like that, they're, they're, but they're just straight friends. Like, she knows like what Robin's all about. Mm -hmm. You know, like, <laughs> she's like, I know you. And she calls him out on everything. And we got the lasso, guys. They did the lasso. They did the really lasso. Well. That was super dope. Loved it. I was just like, Whoa. lasso of persuasion. Though. I thought okay. it is a persuasion. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a truth. And I thought, okay, because I, I was ready for a, a big fight between Donna and and Corey, and then Donna's like, bam, like, oh shit. Well, <laughs> I mean, She's wondering. Sense. You don't it mess makes with sense. <laughs> She's been doing this for years, boy. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I love, I love her character. I love her relationship with dick and i like that she's like a ongoing character mm -hmm. not just like a one well she was part of the titans one and yeah i was going like, supporting characters hawk and dove yeah i was, I was about to transition to that let's talk about hawk and dove um how much did you guys know about the, the characters i didn't know too much about hawk and dove i just knew them by name um but how do you know about them and what do you think of their portrayal yeah they're like d-list heroes <laughs> and the last time we saw them was justice league unlimited 
episode two. Like, that's it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, they were there for an... They barely show up even in Justice League Unlimited, which has, like, everybody in it. Yeah, like, they showed up one episode, and then you saw, like... This, you saw them again, but, like, they didn't do anything. They didn't... I don't think they had any speaking roles, either. Yeah. And, like, feature appearances. And... So, when I saw that Hawk and Dove was a guy and a girl, I was like, they're supposed to be brothers. But you know mm-hmm. what? I'm okay with changes. Yeah. And then when we saw the episode Hank and Dawn. The real story. When, yeah, it it, it, were, it was brothers. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. This is like, so why? What happened? <laughs> that episode uh, was probably my favorite. Dude. It was... That moment... Yeah. Holy shit. How how you take out both a brother and a mother at the same time. <laughs> that shot was done so perfectly. I was watching it with my wife and she just gasped. She was like <gasps> like it was one of those moments because you do not see it coming and it was perfectly done because you understand every everybody's feelings in that moment because you as the audience feel that because it's such a happy moment then bam. And it makes you rethink life. It really came out of nowhere too because <laughs> you're, you're just in the street talking it's like yeah. alright cool and then you just hear tire screech they look truck comes dead it all in a matter of like 10 seconds i was like mm-hmm. what the yep <laughs> like there wasn't even there's no time to move out the way there was no time like zero and because it's interesting because it's that's another kind of misdirect that they do very well because you're seeing oh this is how they met oh relationship because it's almost building on mm-hmm. that with with hank and dawn and it's like oh this is how they they're gonna meet each other and go off to be a loving couple and then bam nope that's not what brought them together <laughs> holy shit i mean <laughs> yes like, and no wow <laughs> <laughs> also she is gorgeous she is so beautiful i was like oh my god you are drop dead gorgeous jesus mm-hmm. also yeah. i i like but robin fucked that up <laughs> uh, so that whole episode of them dealing with their grief mm-hmm. getting to know each other mm-hmm. she finds his costume and then she like then discovers like what happened to him as a child mm-hmm. and then she goes by herself to fuck up that dude <laughs> <laughs> she's like oh admit what yeah. you did and he's like get the fuck out of here she starts beating his ass you know and then hank shows up i was like Ah. <laughs> he's like you gotta leave now and she's like nah I'm here with you I was like this is perfect <laughs> oh, this is how so dreams are right. started I love how <laughs> she called the dude's bluff too he's like, I was like get out of here before I call the cops call him do it do it <laughs> <laughs> now, I, 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 I love their introduction into the show and are they getting their own show what do they have a do they have a spinoff do we no. know Probably not. Oh man, that that moment where where I'm gonna go into it. That creepy family when Dawn gets thrown off the roof. <sighs> Yo, I was just like, wow. I felt that too. I was like, you can. And give usually it? effects like that don't. I was look like, good. already we just got her. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like what? Let's talk about the creepy family going after going after Rachel. How great were they done? It was good. Like I felt uncomfortable. That creepiness. Exactly. So uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable <laughs> as hell. Hey, <laughs> hey, kids, ready for vitamins? Pulls out steroids. What? <laughs> I don't. Or even like when they beat the kids, start beating on people. Parents are like, "Oh, come on, kids, leave some for us." <laughs> they just start beating on. Them. I was like, "What?" I like how messed up the whole like, organization was. So when they 
went into report and it was like oh you want a butterscotch and they're like yeah <laughs> yeah and they're like yeah. all right i'm giving you a second chance you might not want to eat the butterscotch <laughs> <laughs> and, she's, and the mom's like thank you kids <laughs> and it's almost like the mother knew oh, and what it was and dick too dick almost was like looking at it too like he's, yes. he's about to eat and he's like oh elevator's here and i'm like he only got saved because that elevator was fast or the only reason <laughs> also never trust old ladies Dick and Corey killed mad people in that organization because they oh, blew yeah. up the entire okay. facility uh the oh, the yeah. asylum yeah yeah like they killed mad people at that point when robin fucked up everybody in his own hallway scene <laughs> it uh, was dick grayson in the hallway with the metal pipe with the metal pipe and i remember that scene just before that scene is when the, the whole team was kind of going through like what they can do mm-hmm. and then guys like what can you do because they don't know he's robin this is dick grayson what do you do and i was like that's what he does <laughs> <laughs> and i'd be like yes show them what you fucking do i, I just I keep it's- you alive <laughs> real quick about raven i think this may be the strongest raven we've ever got because her powers are so undefined Yes, yeah. it can be anything. Like, it's yeah. just... Because usually it's, like, magic, right? Like, she has a lot of magical power and this and that, and she's an empath. Yeah. But now it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, demons and biblical and, you know, swarm of locusts, kill your firstborn child, whatever she wants. Kill <laughs> firstborn child? Well, let's, let's see what she's done so far. She's uh, she's healed. She's healed somebody. She's brought people yes. back from the dead. And a deer. Yeah, the deer, yeah, she healed. She's brought people back from the dead. But also, she can negate her own healing instantly. It's like, I don't want to heal you anymore. What? Oh, my God. That was <laughs> that was the best. That moment was great. Um, She had the locust. Mm-hmm. Was it locust or was it just black ooze? It was just black ooze mm. in the guy, and he ripped, I don't know. Yeah, and then, and then there was shoving black ooze into a guy's mouth, but not imploding, not imploding him imploding all his organs so he's just now a yeah, sack of vomit everything out flesh holding the skeleton together <laughs> yeah like it seems that she, she can, can just bring, do whatever bring her father from another dimension yeah oh, she yeah. can bring her dad she's a, she's a portal yeah. for one person yeah but favorite moments <laughs> favorite moments i have a lot of favorite moments i'll get you guys we'll just go back and forth favorite moments uh what start, who wants to go first uh the very beginning trapeze artists oh the oh the flat the like dive into a memory kind of thing yeah well mm. uh, uh just well one thing i want to point out they got a lot of like real actor well a lot of real talent so they had actual trapeze artists to do the whole grace and death uh mm-hmm. they had a whole like ballerina squadron for don um you know like just the live performances were actually really good i really like those think for me i actually anytime gar transforms because it actually looks really good surprisingly good for yeah the i show. thought i'd hate it i th- i thought i would hate it i actually like it it works yeah. <laughs> i agree, yeah. um, I agree. Oh, how, how crazy it was when the 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 kind of head of the creepy family when it's cooking the egg with the fetus in it oh, oh. god that's just <laughs> <sighs> he looked down he was like yep extra Stir. protein i was like no <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh um, shout out to the music selection yeah that's right. some good music um any scene with jason todd <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> jason todd getting yes. into the club 
<laughs> Robert Fliskin. Nice try, kid. And I'm like, why would you pick such a bland-ass name that's so obvious? Come on. Oh, God. I'm 19. Um, I like... Oh, the, 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 the... What's it? Is it pliers or whatever to the balls? The clippers? Oh. Oh. Ah. Oh. That was savage. <laughs> like, I didn't think we'd actually see it. <laughs> <laughs> God. I was like, oh my god. I felt the crunch. It's like some of the violent stuff they do, like when Robin just scraps the guy's face on the glass of the car. Oh, door. yeah. Oh. I was just like, damn. One of my favorite moments is when um, Donna arrives at Robin's room and he throws his bird orang and she just catches it straight away. I was like, yeah. It's <laughs> like, Psh, please. Uh, another favorite yeah. moment. Uh, when Donna leaves Robin at the gallery mm-hmm. and it's just like mingle, oh. you know, make some friends <laughs> and he just can't. <laughs> I liked when, when he met Donna and then she goes to get her suit and he's like, I burnt mine. And she's like, what? They're expensive. Cause he assumed that she burnt hers too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, one of my scenes that I actually enjoyed was Batman fucking up all those cops. Okay, Ew. yeah, let's talk about that final episode. And Corey. Oh. Like, I know it was all just a fake reality, but I'd like to believe that's exactly how it would go down. I realized um, five seconds in. Like, I saw yeah, exactly. I saw Dick in a pool, and I was like, oh, he got <laughs> fucked by Trigon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Especially how the previous episode ends. You Like, it, it, it wasn't fooling anyone. No. Um, but I don't think it was intensely trying to fool the audience either, because in throughout, you get these, like, flashes of images to kind of show a distortion um but that being said i did like seeing batman go rogue just completely take out them. like not just take them out to stop them like we saw in in um the dark knight where he's trying to stop the SWAT team no he's taking them out to kill them and i was like wow and like going with that um i actually got <laughs> i got so pissed at trigon because when he's telling rachel Oh, you know, I let him choose his own path. I'm like, no, you fucking didn't. I saw you changing shit left and right. Don't you goddamn let her. (laughs) Right? Every time you make a decision, he would push on it. Yeah. To be like, no, go this way. No, go this way. And it's like, oh, the Joker's, he's dead. I'm going home. He's alive. And I'm like, "Mm, mm, he was ready to dip. He was ready to just go home and be with his family. Be a family man. But no. I like that. I like that Robin's mad that Batman let Jason drive the Batmobile. <laughs> he lets you drive the Batmobile? <laughs> He's like, wait, what? How do you try to steal the hubcaps off the Batmobile? Like, that's some balls on you, kid. I mean, that's Seriously. what Jason Todd has always tried to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, let's talk about the future of, of the series. Actually, before we talk about the future of the series, I have to say, what I do love about this series is that and I think the DC animated movies do this a lot as well. They don't hold your hands. It's they just throw you right into the deep end. This is the DC universe. You either get it or you yep. don't. There's people who do magic. There's weird families. There are assassins. There are demons. This is the world. We're not slowly easing you into this. It's been going on for a while. Mm. You better catch up. And I kind of love that. I do. I do. I respect that move. Yeah. Because yeah. the more time you waste explaining shit to me is just more time that could have been dedicated to cool scenes and like cool revelations so Mm. when they don't waste time like 
fucking Man of Steel. Fucking piece of shit. Um, <laughs> you know, things turn out well. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's also a way, in a sense, a way for him to make money. It's like, but wait, I don't understand any of this. You want to understand? Yeah. 30 bucks, and you can go read all these comics. Come here. Come here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And sometimes, you know, trusting the audience is being smart enough. I didn't know anything about this crazy family, yet I still understood that what they meant within this yeah. show. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't... And I, it's only after the fact that I found out that, that they actually exist in the comics. But I didn't need to know that to enjoy this show. So it's sometimes just trust that it'll make sense within context of the show. Yeah. You can still go... I think this show does a good job of proving that. I think also, you know there was a time where a lot of comic book stuff would shy away from the just really crazy stuff. Like the fact that we're seeing full, you know, Starfire. She isn't flying yet, but I'm sure they'll make her fly somehow. But the fact that she's already shooting flames and, you know, we're seeing Trigon and was the Rachel's actually the daughter of a demon. These are things that other shows would just hint at, but never fully go into. Yeah. And actually, I love that. I love that they do it. You know? I'm looking forward to um, Gara's next transformation. Uh, I know. Like, what like, is it going to be? Just, There'll probably be a whole se- whole episode about transforming to other things. So cool. I'm a little upset yeah. that they immediately killed Constantine Kovar. Mm. Like it, it, one shot, one episode. Yeah. Uh, when it, the what Green Arrow that? took that fucking forever to do with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying his oh. uh, Dave's asking who's that. <laughs> uh, Constantine Kovar is the person. Oh, Constantine that from Arrow. Starfire was sleeping with, I guess, to get information. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. He's the one that got burnt to a crisp. Yeah. Yeah, man, with that, that scene, damn, I was like, holy shit. See, and that's where superpowers make a difference. <laughs> that's true. And, 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 and even little things like, you know, with, with, with her character, the fact that they just full on, again, she's an alien. These are things that other shows would, would kind of like shy away from, but nope, here's her spaceship, full on alien. And I love that. Um, I actually really love what the actress has done with this character because i was one of those people that i didn't mind the actress uh the casting i just didn't like her look mm-hmm. and i was like is she gonna be just hook her outfit the whole time but man does she own that outfit? oh yeah mm-hmm. fucking loved it like that scene and when they go to the diner and she just takes the guy out i was like yeah <laughs> she's a badass what do we what do we think about the future of this of this series and it and especially where it ends you know we get a little sense did you see the off the credit Oh, yeah, I did. I did. Uh, Exactly. So we see what I'm pretty sure is uh, Superboy. And we definitely see Crypto. Superdog. So, you know, is is that, um, what's it called? Is that Cadmus? I think that's Cadmus. Uh, I thought I saw. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we saw. I thought I saw the the word Cadmus somewhere in in that scene. I think. So it's like there's so many threads now that the show is playing with. You know, like there's there's some of the little, there's like this crazy stuff with, 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 with Trigon now, who's wants to destroy everything, and then now we having how does how does Cadmus fit into it? how does Superboy fit into it? Yeah, and and I'm curious, what are your thoughts knowing the comics and and stuff like that? What are your thoughts or what are your hopes for season two? So I think that we're gonna deal with Trigon first, and then we're gonna get into Superboy, because DC likes to have just multiple situations going on. Yeah. So like, all right. Teen Titans, they're trying to, like, beat Trigon, but meanwhile, Cadmus is developing super weapons because they don't trust the Justice League. You know, like, that's just Mm -hmm. how things go. Mm -hmm. Um, The light. I'm very excited. I'm super (laughs) excited for Crypto because the last time I saw him was on a fucking cartoon show back in, like, 2001. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. 
Crypto could never talk, right? If I remember correctly. Like he, I know Superman sometimes no. can like telepathically speak. But I no crypto, idea. I don't think so, right? I have no idea. I feel like in his yeah, show no. he talked. Because <laughs> his show was with other animals, so of course they're gonna talk to each other. Yeah. But like with people. I mean, he's a super uh, dog. I'm reading it. Or not? I'm reading an article right now, guys. Mm-hmm. And this might it might be a good thing. It might not be a good thing, but it could be great just because for fans of Young Ju- not Young Justice of Teen Titans, the original animated show, I'm reading right now that they're apparently looking to cast. Slade Wilson. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Ooh. <laughs> if you guys know the comics, he and Dick Grayson, there's, there's, there's always been something between the two of them, almost similar to what they tried to do on Arrow. I think Arrow was, was inspired by that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But also, apparently, we'll see Slade Wilson's children, a boy and a girl, two of them. Oh, I didn't realize he had two kids. Yeah. Um, Jericho and... Well, no, no he has no, three, Joe, actually. He has Joe? three kids, yeah. He has three. He has two sons and a oh. daughter. He has uh, Jericho. He has and Ravager. and Ravager, and then those are the ones coming to the show. There was a, I forget his other son's name. I wonder if they're gonna do the Judas contract. Ooh, if they have Jericho, they could do Judas contract. Mm. They could. Uh, they could. So, what else are you hoping for for the future? Honestly, I don't know. I really don't. Know. <laughs> I know it, it could go anywhere. It really can. Like, it could go anywhere. I'd love to see. I'd love to see um, Ivo. Professor Ivo? They could bring Professor Ivo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could see an opportunity somehow to even bring in, in this show, um, what's it, Lobo. Lobo. Yeah. The bounty Coming hunter. off the Starfire. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, even Blackfire. You know what's funny? Um, Lobo has a daughter that's currently part of the Teen Titans. Yes. Yeah. Oh, look at that. <laughs> what's her name again? Um, honestly, I, it's not going to come to me. <laughs> yeah i think i think there's it's, that's what's great about this show is that it's it's done it's balanced so well that they could go to any direction and it would kind of work outside of just like straight slapstick comedy of course but yeah you know what? Mm-hmm. they did it with teen titans go so <laughs> the one thing anything can happen uh the one thing i need i need a titan's tower eventually it could uh, be the, it could be the last thing I see of this series. I just need a Titan's Tower, a big ass T. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, it could, Grant. Be, it could be one of uh, Bruce Wayne's kind of secret awesome. hideouts again. They, they used. Uh, I just, I couldn't deal with not knowing the other son's name, so I looked it up. His name Grant, <laughs> Grant Wilson. Oh, <laughs> it's uh, Joey Grant and Rose Wilson. Those are his three kids. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I'm not sure they're gonna do three. Maybe they'll bring a third one in later. Maybe. Can I tell you, I love the scene where they all got um, kidnapped and it was a lot harder to drug Robin. I was like, that's right. He was trained by exactly. Batman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's handling all these drugs. What the hell? <laughs> Pump him some more. <laughs> Hit him with 200%. Like, you better aim higher. <laughs> all right, cause that's, that's, that's why Robin Flea is my personal favorite because A, he was already trained before in some kind of you know acrobatics and stuff before Batman was in the picture. And then from then, Batman. He was trained by Batman from the age of ten. Batman, who spent years traveling around the world, trained by different masters at the age of like late twenties, early thirties, is that good? Now imagine that guy training this kid who's already got a great foundation from the age of ten. Mm-hmm. How badass can he? Yeah, like, that's why he's the most acrobatic I, man I, in the world. Yep. Yes, and I love, I love how they do little hints at kind of like the tech. Mm-hmm. You know, like of course, because of what batman has the tech he has access to of course then dick would have access to some of that 
Yeah. And it's in many iterations of the animated series, they always kind of put Dick Grayson as this kind of like tech whiz. Yeah. yeah. And I've always kind of liked that side of him because, of course, he would be. He's he grew up on with the Batcave, with the Bat. You know, of course, he'd be good like, tech. And I love that, that flash one. drive that he had in that one episode was dope. I don't know another flash that can copy yeah. that fast. Word. <laughs> and then not only copy, but then it makes... upload just as fast too. And it makes sense because he's just like Wayne Tech. There you go. <laughs> oh, also, I like how and the explained. Wayne Tech logo was obviously similar to that of a bat. I'm like. Way to keep it low profile, Bruce. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> no way he's the best. I uh, love how like uh in the imaginary. One of my favorite scenes when uh in the in the nightmare. Yeah. When he goes to the cop and he's just like, Alright, I know who the Batman is and he's like, Alright, so who is it? Bruce Wayne. And he's like psh, psh, and then like looks at him for a second, and he's like Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, it makes perfect no, I, sense. I love that moment too because it's almost that realization of like, oh shit! If anyone could be Batman, of course it'd be fucking Bruce Wayne, the billionaire. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. Because the thing is, whenever anybody finds out mm-hmm. that like Bruce Wayne's a Batman, they're like, no fucking shit! How could I miss that? <laughs> Man is rich enough to yeah, afford all this. <laughs> DC, fire your marketing director. Your whole department, actually, for this show. Seriously. I think they should hire me. <laughs> See, I, I think so, too. <laughs> also, maybe um, a little less grungy song. No, I'm fine with it now. Well, here's here's what I have an issue with it. Because you use it twice. One for when the show starts, and one for just the DC Universe clip at the beginning of every episode. Well, each DC Universe clip is different for each show. Well then, maybe pick something for the DC universe. Don't play him. Make me hear it twice in the same in every episode. Too bad. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, yeah, no, I I agree. Um, I want to change that intro to do a different song. Give us give us something more. It, it, I don't like that grudge. <laughs> but other, I do. I love the show a lot, and it's no secret my feelings on certain DC properties. So I have a lot of friends, whenever I just talk trash about the movies, they just say, oh, you just don't like DC. And I'd say to them, no, I don't like bad things. I will praise <laughs> DC where they where they give us good things. Like they give us fantastic animated series, fantastic animated movies, good to okay um, TV shows in terms of the network TVs. But this show, I think it's right up there, the, top, the best of DC, period. I think it's, it's in the list in my top, like, whatever numbers however number you have your top top five or top ten it's in the top whatever conversation for best dc prop um kind of shows and i think you guys would agree with me with yes that, right? it it came out of nowhere yeah. i didn't it expect did. it to be this good it did. yes yes can i say quickly <laughs> the 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 costumes are really well done oh yeah oh yeah robin's yes. like the like, robin costume except dope. except for robot man or whatever his name is he looks so uh, janky <laughs> Everything looks good. It reminds me of Watchmen, how like dark yes. everything is, but the uh, costumes are super comic booky. I love yes. Gar's hoodie. That hoodie is dope. Yeah, it. I like it because it's also his it, it, the color um, colorways from his costume, right? One of the costumes he used in the comics. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually, yeah, I, I can I tell you, someone who's kind of lived through this current re- the renaissance of superhero movies from like the early two thousands to mm-hmm. now when we started getting these early x-men movies where they started they, they had all the, the matrix effect right where it's like let's put them all in black leather because spandex is or color the colorful stuff is ugly they even had 
freaking Wolverine say the line, what would you rather have us wear? No, it wasn't Wolverine, it was Cyclops. He said the line, would you rather wear, have us wear yellow spandex and all that mm -hmm. stuff? So it was a joke. Mm -hmm. Now we're at a point where they're accepting these things. You know, we're seeing more and more movies and TV shows that give us the full comic book outfits. They don't tone it down. They don't ground it. They're like, no, this is it as is, but we make it work within the context of the yeah. show. It doesn't look hokey. It may look hokey when you see it on an uh, uh, out-of-context set, uh, set picture, but when you watch the show, you believe this. Case in point, yeah, I, I coming love it. up, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh, it works. <laughs> it absolutely works, but everyone made a joke of it. How are they going to do that fishbowl helmet? That's stupid. <laughs> I, I was so happy seeing the fishbowl. Yeah. I can't tell you how happy I was seeing the fishbowl. It is amazing. I love it. I absolutely love that we're, we're going full comic book. Go we want to see the ridiculous. I love that we're it. Listeners, are you guys all in for the ride? Have we completely spoilt titans for you or did you watch it and enjoy it as much as we did we'd like to hear your thoughts info at the nerdy bunch.com if you want to email us or find us on social media at the nerdy bunch also check our social media our instagram page specifically we're constantly and always posting up uh, news about upcoming screenings as we're recording this we have three screenings coming we have what men want with starring uh, taraji p henson and we also have Alita Battle Angel. Anything else you want to shout out before we go? What's your next What's your next podcast? We're talking about. Uh, next one coming out is uh, uh, our review about uh, Goblin Slayer. Is that? Yeah, that is next. Yeah, that'll be the next one out. Okay. Well, look forward to that, guys. Also, myself, Raven, and Rocker Mike next week for our Back to the Future podcast because it's the week of groundhog day next week we're going to be revisiting groundhog day starring bill murray so if you have the time if you haven't seen that film in a while or if you've never seen that film check out groundhog day and then next week listen on our back to the future podcast send your thoughts on the film as well so we can read them out on the podcast all right with that on that note uh thank you guys as always for being on this podcast anytime yeah uh thank you guys for listening my name is english dave and these are the otaku guys yeah, yeah. and as always keep it nerdy peace